Well, good morning, everyone. You ready for the word this morning? Excellent. So, Father, I just thank you for the power of your word to bring transformation, to give guidance, to give wisdom, to give understanding. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that as I speak, that you would implant your word into people's hearts and bring about that transformation in our lives. I just commit this time to you, Lord. Have your way in each and every one of us in the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome to part four of a series I'm doing on uh, something called Minding the Gap. Here's a quick recap uh, so far of the series. In week one, we looked at four gap stealers, uh, and that's where we talked about acceleration, avoidance, apps, and alternatives. Now, gap, I'll explain a little bit more uh, about what it's all about uh, in a few minutes, but That's what we looked at in week one. Week two, we looked at uh, four powerful things in our lives, which is rest, a great attitude, maybe starting a little earlier, and also about balance. And then week three, we looked at three typical responses that we have when we're saying no to some things in our lives. We accommodate, we attack, and sometimes we avoid the issues completely. And you can listen to the podcasts uh, for those messages. And they're available through iTunes and also through our website as well. You can check them out online. So uh, this morning, I'm just going to continue and launch into uh, part four, where we're talking about uh, a positive no and how we can have a great and very positive no in our lives. Uh, in la- uh, last year, Jane and I had the, uh, the absolute pleasure and joy of going overseas on holidays uh, we visited a number of different places, but whilst we were overseas, we uh, had the the, uh, the ability to actually touch uh, and use the uh, public transport system. In London, we used the underground, and uh, on the London Underground, just on the train platforms, you have the platform, and then there is the train, and in between the train and the platform, there's this gap, and there is... Heaps of stuff everywhere. There's stuff on the, the platform itself. It says, mind the gap. There's audio, uh, audio messages saying, mind the gap. There's video messages saying, mind the gap. So the whole thing is that if you don't mind the gap, then you're going to likely fall into the gap and you're either going to get seriously hurt or sadly some people have been killed as a result of that. So the cost of not minding the gap can be quite high. Uh, And my prayer is that in this whole message, this series that we're doing, it empowers us to make some wise changes in our lives that will see us thrive in life and reduce the likelihood of burnout and of being overwhelmed. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1 says that there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. And today, so many people are overwhelmed, stressed out, burnt out, Because we fill every single minute of our day, every hour of every day with so much that we leave no gap, there's no margin in our lives. I read this uh, this funny thing. Uh, What did the, the meditation teacher say to the businessman when teaching him about meditation? And the answer is, he says, I want you to take three deep, slow breaths and then very slowly Let go of your mobile phone. Sometimes that's all we've got to do is to let go 
of those things that we're hanging on to. God says that we must be a people who uh, number our days, to be stewards of our time, that we are managers, we are keepers and guardians of our time. And everyone has 24 hours in a day. You have it, I have it. And to make sure that we can effectively use the time that's been allotted to us, we need to mind the gap that we're each given so that we can get done what God wants us to get done, not what everyone else wants us to get done. So that's the whole premise behind this. So to guard what we've been given each day means minding the gap. And our gap is that safety net. It's that margin that's in our lives to be able to live a better life. If you look at the, uh, the Bible, that maybe you've got a hard copy of a Bible, you'll see that there's a margin around it. On the page on your app that you may be reading this uh, today, there's a margin, and uh, what we, we tend to do in life is to fill up all the margin in our life so that there's no gap anymore. You can't write anymore. You can't do anymore, so we just completely fill it up. Uh, and that's you know, when we get into uh, an area of burnout and being overwhelmed. You know, sometimes you can go into, run over into the margin, but we can't do that as a lifestyle and expect it not to have repercussions in our life. So that's what we're talking about when we say we're minding the gap. In Titus chapter 2, verses 11 to 12, it says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. And it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. So in this series of Minding the Gap, one of the most important things we need to learn is how to say no and to say it really well. So the grace of God not only teaches us to say no to ungodliness, and no to living a compromised and a weaker life, but it also helps us to, uh, to live self-controlled lives, upright lives, godly lives that we can live today. Being controlled by, uh, like self-controlled is actually a fruit of the Spirit. It's a, the ability to say no. There's no law against being self-controlled. In fact, uh, it's something that is encouraged in the Bible. So this, uh, this series isn't just about us taking care of us, but it's also for us caring for the relationships of the people that we're walking through life with as well. And that's a big part of the ability to say no and to say it really well. And you can find out uh, in the other podcasts the consequences of not saying no very well. I think I've covered that uh, adequately so far. So the question is, Does what we bring to our relationships have the power of a great no, or are we contributing to the ongoing refusal to say no well, which means that lots of things keep happening that we don't want to keep happening. We find ourselves continually burnt out, continually overwhelmed, continually at the end of our tether because we've not minded our gap and not said no very well. Our gift to each other is actually the ability to grow and to get good at this. It's one way that we actually mind the gap that we have in our lives through the power of a positive no. And I'm going to say that if this is a struggle for you, I think that's a great because it shows that you've got a good heart and that you're wanting to get better at this and to grow at this and to be better in the relationships that we're in because we have the ability to have a very positive no. So it's going to take more, though, than a good heart to succeed over time. We also need the wisdom and the courage to say no as, so that we can focused, uh, stay focused on what uh, we need to do to fulfill our God-given purpose. See, our vision as a church is to encounter God. 
becoming passionate followers of Jesus, equipped to help others encounter God. So this series on Mind the Gap is all about empowering us to live out our God-given purpose and to succeed at doing that. Each of us has a God-given purpose. So we need to to develop the skill of saying a positive no, and this will provide one of the greatest tools that we can have in minding the gap in our lives and also ensuring that we can live out God's purpose for our lives as well. So what is a positive no? It is, very simply, a yes-no-yes combination. It is a yes-no-yes combination. In other words, it's a yes-no-yes sandwich. That's what it is. It's a sandwich. You've got no sandwiched between two yeses. It starts with a positive no starts with a yes, and it ends with a yes, but there's a no in the middle of it. To give a really good no, we must first reach into ourselves and acknowledge the yes to our own purpose, our values, our priorities, and out from that place we give the the best no that we've ever been able to give because we know that we are protecting the yes that's on the inside. So... We need to see saying no to the things that we don't want will only be successful when our no starts with a yes to our own God-given purpose, values and interests. When we get down to it, our no is only a small no that's trying to protect a much larger yes that's within us and flowing from our own values, priorities and interests. A truly positive no is actually comprised of three different parts. Let's look at those, th- those different parts now. So the first part is a yes. This is the initial yes to ourselves. This is something that we ask ourselves and acknowledge within us. It's something that's inside of us. It's a yes about self-respect and confidence and acknowledging that we are someone who uh, has the right to pursue uh, the values and our God-given purpose in life. It's about looking internally and seeing the things that we value and hold in high regard, the things that we want to say yes to. And saying yes to ourselves allows us to embrace our own personal interests, our purpose, our families, in order to build a platform for a positive no. So we have this yes initially, and that's an internal yes it's something that we're acknowledging that's on the inside of us that we have a desire to do. The second part of it is the no. This is where we say no to the other person. Let me, let me be real clear about this. When we say no, it's a response, not a reaction. It's a response to that internal yes that each of us has. It's not a reaction to having been asked to do something that we don't want to do, just don't have the ability to say no to. It's not a reaction to that. It's a response to the internal yes on the inside of us that we have acknowledged, we know that it's there, that we want to pursue. It's us saying no to that person. When we say no to someone, it's critical that we are saying yes to ourselves, our purpose, our values and our dreams, our family and our friends, and that's those things that we want to guard. 
So our no is, a, is protecting a much greater yes, a more important yes that's on the inside of us. And the last yes, so we go yes, no, and now we go yes. This is where we uh, say yes to a mutually beneficial relationship with each other. With this yes, we are committing to working on providing or exploring ways that we can resolve the situation into something that works for both of us over the long term. While this might seem like common sense, it's actually an uncommonly powerful mindset. It's seeing conflict in a positive way rather than concentrating on saying no, we start by focusing on saying yes to ourselves. When we start to do this, we'll be able to deliver a no with more conviction, with more meaning and respect. So the yes, no, yes isn't just about respecting ourselves, but it's also about respecting the other person as well and delivering the best no that we've ever been able to give because it's birthed out of something that we uh, say yes to on the inside as well, but also working towards a mutually beneficial outcome as well. So we should always respect the other person no matter what. After all, Respect doesn't mean we have to actually like the person or agree with them, but you know, it, it simply means that we are giving them value as a person, as someone who's made in the image of God. So we respect them. That's also the same with honour. We honour people in the same sort of way as well. We're treating them as we would want to be treated. In uh, Luke chapter 6, verse 31, in the message tr- translation, it says, here's a simple rule of thumb for behaviour. Ask yourself... What you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. I think that's a great, great philosophy to have in life. It's a very biblical philosophy since it comes out of the Bible. <laughs> so respect like this doesn't come from weakness. Actually, it's, it's the contrary. Uh, we are being able to respect someone else in the face of adversity. It actually flows from the strength of our own convictions, our own self-respect and the value system that we have. However... How does the power of a positive no work in everyday life? Glad you asked. So here, here it is. This, this is just a, an example of how it might work for a business person. We are asked by our boss to work overtime. So here's how I see the yes, no, yes working out and being applied to this scenario, assuming that we want to say no. So... Yes, internally, the the initial yes, internally, what we say to ourselves. So the reason, you know, the the boss has asked us to work this overtime. Now, what's my response to this? So the yes to me is that my family is important to me and I've made a commitment to be home at dinner time and to help my spouse put the kids uh, to bed together. It's something we've decided to do together. It's it's got a high price. This is my family time that we're talking about here, and it's highly valued to me. It's something I really am going after. I want to, to stand strong on. So the no to our boss suddenly becomes, I really appreciate that you've actually asked me to work overtime to help out tonight. Unfortunately, I've already committed to a previous appointment. Your boss doesn't need to know what that appointment is. He just needs to know that you've already got a commitment to that particular thing that you've got on the inside that you're saying yes to. Okay, So we say that that's what we're saying on the inside. So then how you would 
Work towards the yes. You've said no to your boss now. Initially, you said yes to the thing on the inside, your family values, it's important to you. You've now said no to the boss. It's not possible because you've got a previous engagement. Now comes the yes part where you're working towards a mutually beneficial outcome for you both. This is where you might like to say to your boss, look, I'm sure that if you were able to give me prior notice, advance warning that you've got some overtime that needs to be worked, I'm sure that I could help out another time. So you're leaving the door open so that your boss can see that you're willing to work with him, you're wanting to partner together with his outcomes and his priorities as well, but you're also making sure that he knows that you need advance warning so that you can actually prepare to do that in advance. Does that make sense? I hope so. I hope so. (laughs) Okay, here's another one. Young people. I know that we have a number of young people here today. So this is how... This may work out for some young people today. Your boyfriend or your girlfriend wants to have sex with you. Oh, it suddenly got quiet, didn't it, eh? Okay. Here's how the yes, no, yes approach could be applied to this type of a scenario. Okay. Again, we are assuming that you're wanting to say no. Hey, hey... I'm going, to, I'm going to step into this. This is good. So the yes, no, yes. How does that work for us? So the yes internally, what we say to ourselves. This is what we say. What's being asked of me goes against what I believe and what I know on the inside to be right. The gift of my virginity is incredibly valuable to me. It's not something that I want to give away cheaply to the wrong person or for a moment of pleasure. I'm waiting and protecting my virginity for the person that God has in store for me. So then it comes time to saying no to this person. So what you could say, and just, I'm just putting some stuff out there as an exploration of this particular scenario. So you might say, look, I really appreciate our friendship, okay, the relationship that we have right now. But I'm actually saving my virginity for someone who I will spend the rest of my life with. And my virginity is theirs. It's something of great value, and I don't want to just give it away. So then the yes to the mutually beneficial part of it is this. Let's see how our friendship heads. Let's see how it goes. If we're destined to spend the rest of our lives together, then we will know on our wedding night that you are getting something of value that no one else has ever had. Something that I have protected for you. But if our friendship doesn't head that way, then we've both saved something of great value for the right person at the right time. See, that's just a couple of ways that we might like to handle those sorts of situations. And it's so important to understand that our no is protecting the more important yes that's inside of us. See, I'm saying that there is a big yes for me next Saturday morning to go down to the pro-life rally, to join together with other people of a like mind, to be a voice for the people that don't have a voice. So there's a big yes to me. So I'm going to say no next Saturday morning to go into the park run. Now, the mutually beneficial part of it is, now you've got to, you got to, for those of you who don't know me, I love the park run. 
I live and breathe Parkrun. I'm an, a walking ambassador for Parkrun. Okay? So it's, it's something I, I love to do. So for me to say no to the Parkrun, there's got to be a bigger yes inside of me that says no to the Parkrun. So the big yes in me is to go to the pro-life rally and to have my voice count for the ones that don't have a voice. But the mutually beneficial thing is, you know what? I can go the week after to park run. Okay, so there's the mutually beneficial part of it. See, once we've given our yes, no, yes answer, and we've given it in the best way that we know how, the way that the other person receives this is not our problem. It is not our problem. And it shouldn't change our yes, no, yes response. See, here's the thing. If we don't get better at saying no, here is what we risk. We risk five things. Number one, we risk other people's priorities and values overriding ours. It happens so easily. We're about to do something or we're in the middle of something and someone asks us to do something and what we are doing becomes secondary. The other person's priorities have displaced ours because we couldn't say no well. Secondly, we risk people we hardly know replacing time with our family and our friends. That's happened to me on more than one occasion and I've ended up forfeiting family time for someone I hardly knew and it costs you. Those aren't the priorities I believe in and I should have known better than to have allowed it at that time. Thirdly, we risk the time we need for rest and recovery. This is where we enter into not minding our gap because we need the rest and recovery that we have. The older I get, the more I realize how important it is to be able to surge, retreat, and rest. To surge, retreat, and rest. To create an ongoing cycle in life. I've learned this, okay, just like when I'm out running. I surge. I I, I have a, a burst of energy. And I back it off, and then I rest a bit. So then I go again. It's, it's called interval training, and it, 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 there's huge benefits in it. But you also need to have time out after surging. You know, you, you do all this exercise. You need to, to allow your body to rest and recover. Otherwise, we're just headed for burnout. You're just going to have, you know, just burnout. You're going to be overwhelmed, overworked, and, uh, and just at the uh, your ends meet. So we need the periods of rest and recovery that are so vital to our health as well. Fourthly, we risk ending up frustrated and stressed. Anyone frustrated and stressed? Three of us. Okay, excellent. So it's, we've just got too many plates spinning. Okay, we've got so many plates spinning. Too many people we're trying to help. Too many things that we're trying to do. Too many balls in the air. So in our efforts to help everyone else, we get tired and frustrated and we end up burnout, overwhelmed, and not able to help anyone. So we've got to start to do this well. And the fifth thing that we risk in not being able to say no well is that we risk not being able to say yes to the really important things in our lives. 
And this is the most important one of all for me. See, I want to say yes to the things that matter most. Family, friends, fellowship, purpose, values. Those things matter to me. So let me ask you a question. What are you risking by not getting better at giving a positive no this morning? What are the things that you are likely to risk? See, the truth is that where our time is limited, then out of necessity, we have to say no to some things. There will be times when something's really important to someone who asks something of us. However, it's also likely at times that what they're asking is not important to us. And therefore, we need to be able to give a positive no to that person. Because every time we say no to something that's not important, we're saying yes to something that is. Can I... Can I I'm, I'm, a, I'm a permission sort of person. I like to be given permission. I, if I'm going to take a day off or I'm going to do, rearrange my calendar in some way, I will talk to Naomi, who's up in our office, to make sure that she understands that I'm saying, is that okay with you? I will go to my board and my leadership team and I'll say to them various times, is this okay with you? And they've said yes, because I'm a permission person. So here's some permission for you guys today. It's actually okay to say no. And I am going to give you permission to say no because it actually is uh, preserving, it's protecting a big yes on your inside. And what you've got to do is to start to work out what your big yes is. What do you need to say yes to that requires you to say no in a positive way? to someone or to something. See, Jesus actually said no at various times because he was focused on his father's business. In John chapter 11, verses 5 to 6, Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. What was he doing? He was saying no to going visiting Lazarus, Martha and Mary. He said no to them because he was about the big yes for his father's business. So in minding the gap, the power of a positive no will change our lives. It will change our relationships. It will change our marriages. And for some, it will keep you sane. You'll find that you'll have... You know, peace about stuff. You'll have a, a resilience to get through different things. So protecting our yes with a positive no will help restore and rebuild a healthy margin in our lives and it mines the gap. So this week, this is what I want us to do. I want you to go away and start to ask yourself this. What is the vital yes inside of you that needs your no to protect it? What is the vital yes inside of us that our no needs to protect? Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 to 3 says this. Then the Lord said, he answered this person, Habakkuk, he said, write the vision and make it plain on your devices that he may run who reads it. 
I just wondered if anyone would pick that up. <laughs> for the vision is for an appointed time, but at the end it'll speak and it won't lie. Though it delays, wait for it, because it'll surely come, it won't wait. We need to write down our yes. We need to write down the yes that's inside of us so that we can keep it in front of us and we can live by it. Next week, I'm going to give us some pointers and some help in being able to identify and to work towards and to write down the big yes that's in each of us that needs to be protected by us saying no, but saying it well. Saying it so that we can have this sandwich, a yes, no, yes sandwich. It protects the yes that's on our inside. We communicate the no in the best way that we can possibly give it to someone. And then we work towards a mutually beneficial outcome, if possible, so that we know that we're protecting the yes on the inside with a very positive no. So let's stand. Some of you may be wondering why I had my Bible open on the pulpit here today. Because that's what preachers do when they come up here. They just open up their Bible. It looks good. I hope that helps someone today to be able to say no positively. Because it's important. Sadly, a lot of folk don't know how to say no and say no well. And as you can, if you listen to the, the messages or you've heard the messages, uh, our past is littered with relationships that have been broken and, and in disrepair. And I think we can say no better. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the ability to say no well. You yourself, Lord Jesus, said no at various times during your ministry here on earth. People asked you questions, and it seems like that you ignored them and just went off on a complete tangent. But what in reality you were doing was protecting the yes about your purpose here on earth and that you were about the Father's business. Father, I thank you for your example that as we read Scripture, we can understand the things that we can do ourselves to protect the yes on our inside with a very positive no and work towards a mutually beneficial outcome for the people that sometimes ask things of us. Help us to say no well. Help us to say no nicely, with respect, with honor. But let us not give up on the yes that's inside of us. I pray that right now, from this moment forward, in this week that we go away and we start to think about the yes that we need to guard and to protect, that you would bring back to our remembrance, you'd bring back to our memory some of the things that you've asked us to do and to be. Help us to remember those things. Help us to remember those things, that we can guard the yes to that as we say no to something else. Help us to prioritize the things that are about your kingdom. Help us to prioritize the things that you're asking us to do. Because we want to do what you want us to do, Lord, not what everybody else wants us to do. Help us to protect that. 
Help us to say no to the things that we need to say no to, but saying it really, really well. But bring back to our remembrance the yes that we need to to, to guard and to protect. Bring back dreams and visions. Bring back promises and prophetic words over people's lives this week, Lord. Help us to write them down, to record them, and to to, to bring them back into our vision again so that we can see and, and take hold of and tangibly touch what you want us to run with, that yes that you've given to us, the green light that you've given to us. Help us to remember those things. Father, I thank you for your people today. Thank you. They are a blessed, overcoming, rich, prosperous, healthy, vibrant, alive group of people who are going to see their family and friends one to you in the wonderful name of Jesus. Just as every head's bowed and every eye's closed. I don't know everybody here this morning. I don't know your walk in life. I don't know where you are in so far as a relationship with Jesus Christ is. But the Bible says that uh, they, we need to be saved, that we need to give our lives to Christ. We need to give our hearts to God. Maybe you've never done that before. And this morning, I want to give you an opportunity to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. I want to give you an opportunity to say yes to Jesus and to protect that yes to him by saying no to living your way any longer, but to living God's way. Saying yes to God's way. Saying yes to being filled with the Spirit, to reading the Bible and and drawing sustenance from it. But I don't know where you stand this morning. So is there anyone here this morning? You just want to say yes to Jesus. You've never opened your heart to him before, but this morning you want to. You want to say yes to Jesus. Is there anyone here this morning? You just want to say yes to Jesus. Could you just lift your hand this morning? I want to know who I'm praying for. Is there anyone here this morning? Never said yes to Jesus before, but this morning you want to. Thank you. A man of courage. Anyone else? Anyone else? Okay. Let's pray together, shall we? I'll say it. You repeat it. You mean it in your heart. And let's, uh, let's believe God can do it. incredible things this morning. Dear Lord Jesus, I ask your forgiveness for living my way. I ask you, Lord, to come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Let me live for you. From this moment forward, help me to guard the yes to you and say no to the things of the world. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.